0: The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts, and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The following podcast may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. On this program, we're going to talk about Generation Z and an article I found that dealt with their privacy concerns. We may also have a moron news, notes, and more, the podcast edition of this program which was recorded on Wednesday November 15th 2023 is coming right up note for those affiliates broadcasting our podcast there will be a podcast edition of TSB but there will not be a live taping Of TSB for the Thanksgiving holiday. Happy holidays from all of us here at the Jared Reimer Network as we start with Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening. my customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers welcome to Jared's shop may I take your order for a username and password The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes sir, usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data. All for sale
1: right here, right Uh, now.
0: At the asking price price, price, of 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 at least
2: $100.
0: Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audiobook audio, audio files audio, from, audio, the library, from the library, the library maybe, some, maybe some backups of some other stuff. And if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives so I need blank ones. ones. Well, sorry sir, but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more can be put on these drives but at a premium cost. Sorry sir, I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box.
3: The security box with Jerry Primer on
2: KKNX.
0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another version of the security box. I'm Jared Reimer. And uh We are expecting storms. Today. Okay. Weather gods. Yeah. Los Angeles storm commitment an area of moderate precipitation is nothing to any distance eight point four miles. Speed thirty three by four miles. Try again. So it's gonna be an interesting day here at the office. But we must move on. Well, today's topic is going to be quite interesting, I'd say. No, I'm not picking on Gen Z. Let's make that very clear. This actually is an article I posted about a week ago that I found through the Malwarebytes newsletter. and uh, I thought about talking about it because I think it had some very interesting things to say some of which I honestly think is the wrong attitude but it's not for me to judge right if that's how people think Great. Let's discuss it. Because I think it goes well b- beyond just caring about what, as an example of what the article talks about, say, you know, what one posts online and that they get hurt because, you know, information they don't want published is out there, but yet they don't necessarily care about let's say as an example, things they have no control over. Well, if we don't speak up on it then we can't Make any change, right? Actions available. So it's going to be an interesting topic, I think. So We did announce that there will not be a show next week, but there actually will be, but it won't be a room for it. I'm going to take the Thanksgiving holiday. And release a podcast specifically on password managers. Now, you're probably asking, why are you doing that? Well, there's a very simple reason I'm doing it. And it is because there is a little bit of confusion, and I know that this podcast is available on LiveWire on board 974, which is a pot, which is a system board there. And one of the listeners, well, I, they I don't think they've listened to our show, but one of the listeners to one of the boards was mentioning that one of the password managers which was actually put out as a resource and then it was questioned to me on what they were because they thought they could hook up their uh i will call uh the device lady a But it actually doesn't work that way. So, we're actually going to go into a discussion of password managers. And maybe I'll open my phone and we'll show you LastPass. And not mess- I mean, you can hear what my vault has, that's not a problem. Um, that could be n- not necessarily public because I'm not going to go through every single item but I could show you a little bit of each section. So that's what we are going to do for next week's program and we're going to debunk the myth On why one particular manager is sort of having a bad name over there. Nicholas Jackson, welcome to the security box. We're just getting started with announcements and things of that nature. I was just mentioning on this rainy uh, Wednesday morning that we are going to have a program. Okay. Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. Because somebody on Livewire saying that one particular password manager is actually a hacking site for information and you guys on the throwback group slash TSB group uh, sort of know the story. But we'll talk about all that. Unless you think we should do it in a room setting in that case we will have a live show so i think you were I,
4: sort of saying i should do it alone yeah i i think so i mean it's probably one of those things that's pretty easy to explain so yeah
0: and as i was saying we'll take a look at last pass and sort of show you what's there because all of these managers pretty much work the same there's no hidden secret that all of these password managers work the same so even if i demo a little bit of one you know it's not necessarily going to make or break it if i show you a few different items in 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 the vault
4: all right okay well that, that yeah good point
0: because they pretty much all work the same we know that
4: Yeah, just about. So...
0: Preston... Who is... Not here yet. Although he said he was going to try and make it. But maybe he'll be here more for Saturday. Had a very... Interesting... Text message that we need to talk about.
4: Oh, he did. Yes, he did. I agree with that. And
0: he actually... I had actually called him and explained a few things to him, but he pretty much understood it for what it was. So We Were notified That a particular text message Telling Preston to click on a particular link Which was not clickable by the way because it was sent in a completely different way which most people are not familiar with which probably protected him so he sent this message to my google voice and I copied the link and I pasted it and it pretty much said Something to the effect of there's a package waiting for you in West Hills. Now, I think it got that from my location.
2: Yeah, but most if it was likely. Him
0: clicking on it, it would tell them it would be wherever it is in Pennsylvania. It didn't mention where. It was even supposed to go. It pretty much said this USPS package you know can't be delivered cuz the address is wrong. It didn't show where It was even supposed to go. It had a button to add information you know to it. Which I should have just screwed them over. I should have just answered Metro Headquarters' uh, address in downtown Los Angeles and uh, see if they would have shipped it, shipped whatever it was there, and given yeah, my team have. a heads up. <laughs> but without knowing what the item was even. I decided against that. I bet you it probably was going to ask for some form of payment.
4: Mm Mm-hmm. Of course.
0: And it probably would have redirected me off of the domain... Which... It didn't redirect me from to begin with. It, it was the, the the exact domain that it's it had in the in the text message. Now I gave him the answer, but do you know the protocol that was used? to deliver this message
4: I don't know the official but I believe it's email to text
0: it is email to text and it is a gateway and most of these types of messages uses well it can probably be sent as an SMS if it doesn't contain pictures otherwise it will probably use what is known as the MMS protocol or multimedia service oh yes nobody got it not even Preston I actually had to explain that to him on Monday And uh, he pretty much understood not to click and go copy the link and go look at it he understood that he understood it it was trouble and you know one of the questions I was saying asking him which is like Preston are you are you expecting anything no well you know what's you know, what do you think is wrong with this? D- did you see the article I posted on that?
4: I think I did see that. Yeah. Let's
0: see if I could pull that up here. Cuz I did make sure that got posted. See if that blog post sounds familiar to you. Uh, For those on uh, the stream, uh, it's actually the second blog post as of this current writing because I blogged something that Herbie posted last week that we need to pay attention to, which we'll get into in a little bit. So that blog post, um, I mean, I could put it in our show notes for um, those who would like to read it. Um, You know, the the, uh, text version that goes out to the blog, uh, I could put it in there if you wish, and I can do that a little bit later. But uh, that is actually a wrap-up of what was learned. Now, I didn't send this Kim Commando minute that was just received this morning to the group because we're about to give these stupid people a moron of the podcast. Yes. So I do need to... uh, I do need to actually edit the show notes, but, uh, why don't you talk about our good friends, (laughs) our good friends over at Timu slash pin dojo. Oh, yes. Or dodo.
4: (laughs) So, yes, well, that, that sums it up pretty well. Timu, as I think a lot of people know, because they seem to be getting a lot more publicity lately, is an app that advertises itself as a shopping app where you can get just phenomenal deals. Uh, Let me—I can't remember some of the examples that were mentioned in the article, but the point is wedding
0: dresses, watches. Oh yeah, wedding.
4: There's like a a security camera for some unbelievably low price.
0: Yeah, $9 for a security camera. Nick, you want one?
4: Uh, uh, It sounds good on the surface, but I think I'm going to pass. The reason I'm going to pass is because a lot of that is coming from China. And if it comes to you at all, Get comfortable because it's going to take a while. But that, unfortunately, is not the worst of it. The worst of it is that the app requests tons and tons and tons of permissions that it does not need, i.e. your messages, i.e. the ability to change settings. And this has gotten so bad, in fact, that... The state of Illinois is suing. And before you think, oh, I can use the website. Nope, that's not safe either. So just steer clear of Timu. They sound like great deals, but again, if they're too good to be true, yeah, you know that expression. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Well, that's the case here. So you most likely are not getting your $9 security camera, or if you are, it's some horrifically inferior, awful cheap model that doesn't work very well and probably spies on you too and sends your data over to China.
0: So should we play this minute that came through today? I think we should. Stand by.
3: Five notifications. Calendar. Tomorrow,
0: 12. Stand by. Overcast. Weather gods. Now, Los Angeles storm. I already know we're getting storm threats, so I'm gonna get storm threats all day today. But okay.
3: Oh yes. Here we go. And, but <laughs> y- <laughs> alert. play again Button. Back. Happy Monday! You're midway through the week, so let's keep that momentum going. It's your daily tech update, and guess what? A question from our listener mail is coming up right after to that. Stop oh, and, and everyone's looking for a deal. A warning: there are no deals at Temu and its sister website and app, Pin Duo, Duo. Here's why. Listen to these prices: a Wi-Fi camera for less than seven bucks, an Android fitness watch less than nine. How about an $8 wedding dress? These so-called deals are found online at Timu and Pinduoduo, but they're really not deals. Timu says it's headquartered in Boston. In truth, it's owned by a multinational company called PDD Holdings, founded by Chinese billionaire Colin Wang. Both he and his companies are totally under communist China's control. The products are junk. The low prices lure in customers, the apps and websites steal personal information. So, stay away from Timu and Pin Duo Duo. Join over a half a million folks who get tech smart the Easy.
0: <laughs> you can
4: sign up now. Okay. Yep, there you have it. Have
0: fun. Uh, So, that, that came out today, and I think there's an article from Kim too about it. I mean, it's just. Ugh. What? How does a company like that
4: stick around? Well, unfortunately, it's probably like those phishing campaigns. There are always going to be those one or two people who are going to click, and they're going to, you know, fall for those deals and say, "Oh, hey, that's seven dollars smartwatch. I'm going to get it." And it doesn't matter that it never comes, but hey, it's a great deal. <laughs>
0: 'Cause if I uh if I use something like that and it never showed up, it would be one and done for me.
4: Yeah, same here.
0: Seriously. one and done.
3: daily newsletter Yeah.
0: Just Absolute. And, you should know
3: these three
0: numbers, and what about Kim's other uh, prediction?
4: 30, I'm trying to remember which one that was. Which? This year the lawsuit? Hmm. Well. I mean, Did I blogged that. You might have, but it may have been a while, so let's see.
3: <laughs>
0: while I'm looking, there is a new CVSS scoring system. Oh, yes, coming. Oh, maybe it was TikTok being. Let's see.
2: Uh, let see. Uh,
0: Oh, was it the TikTok being sued because of the fact that they're um,
4: allowing Jewish hate? Um, I don't know that it was necessarily that they were being sued from what I remember, but just pointing out the fact that they are allowing a lot of that on there and just mentioning... Oh wait, yes, yes they were, and Sadly, I don't think that suit's going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, if it were an American company, like, if it were based here in the U.S., maybe it would have a shot, but that's not what you're dealing with.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Maybe I maybe I didn't blog it, but I remember uh, I I remember bringing it up to the group. That is crazy.
4: Yeah.
0: Pin duel duo. Yeah.
4: What else in the news in the landscape? Well, you actually just pointed out one of the other ones, the uh, new CVSS score, scoring system coming. and What do you you think? I guess we'll see. I mean, I I like the idea, you know, more granularity, more certainly in-depth detail as opposed to what we had. Yeah,
0: maybe they should give a CVS score on on Pin Duo Duo and Timu. Maybe they should start using that for companies.
4: Hey, good idea.
0: Now, I'm not saying that there's going to be 100% security. But, I would give T-Mobile a 9.
4: I would too.
0: Actually, I could probably give them a 10 plus, but... and that's only because they they aren't really coming out and saying, "Oh yeah, we we've had problems and we're trying to fix them." And I mean, they're not saying anything. What's up? Mr. Ringy Ding 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 Dong. Welcome to the security box. Secured. News notes and the landscape go.
1: Uh well, um I know this was kinda of old news, but it came across the desk of Cybercrime uh Google deleting uh accounts that have been inactive for more than two years. Guess who covered that first? Who covered it? We did. Oh well. Well I heard it come across the um
3: Kim mentioned Crime it radio I think.
1: and uh so I figured why not push it in the group? And then I guess they caught some of the people or well, they didn't catch them yet, but they have Identities of some of the people that have been doing the NGM attacks and some of these big ones. We got the ident. They found the FBI had uh, found some of the identities of these people. Yeah. Found out who they were. So that's going to be interesting. Uh, Well, let's
0: see if they'll actually pick them up and charge them with more than five years worth of
1: crimes. It should be more than five years, but you never know. They'll probably only get like two and a half and walk away and, you know, be done. Time served. Time mm-hmm. served. Mm-hmm. Let's go do it again under a different name. Let's go do it again under a different name.
0: I don't know, Nick, did we talk about Gmail um, deleting accounts? Uh, sounds, I
4: know,
0: familiar. I think sounds familiar, I
4: think. Sounds familiar, I think.
0: Because I think we did, and I think I found an article that published it, and I think Gmail actually sent me an email about it like last year. Oh, Wow. So, like, why is cybercrime covering this today?
1: I was wondering, when you told me, well, this is old news, I'm like... Yeah, that's old. So, first I heard about this, so it's not old to me, but I guess it's old, so... Why they would be covering it now, then, I don't know, but they did. It was in their... It was in there. It is um, in
0: there thing, but it's old. I'm telling you, I I remember covering it. I
1: don't understand why, but yeah. Here's some good stuff on this program on the Cybercrime Radio uh, podcast, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: like the lady that almost lost three quarters of a million dollars.
0: I don't remember that
1: story. Let's see if I could find it here. Yep. She was an Australian and she lost almost her entire husband's inheritance. Like, her husband died and left her an insurance policy. It was like uh, 750000 something like that. And the way that she got scammed was. She was buying a house, so that's how they took advantage of it. Oh yeah. Pretty much saying, "Oh, well, we'll finance you and whatever." And to her, something just didn't seem right after she did it. Like she did it at first, because I guess they were convincing enough. So she sent the money. Oh, are you and talking else.
0: about that Austro- You're talking about that yep. Australian the Australian girl who woman. has to use this company that uh, oh yeah I heard that yesterday and she
1: she ended up calling the owner of this cryptocurrency company to make a long story short they met she's like you know I really don't believe you're real so they actually met for coffee and then uh he says, no, we're going to stop it right now. He goes, you got lucky. It was literally within hours. Hours. It was, would have been turned into crypto and you would have been done. Wow. Literally hours.
0: I thought I, mean, I was she- going to fall off the bus. I mean, if I wasn't sitting down on my bus ride, I could have fallen off the bus when I heard that yesterday.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I'm like you're kidding. Like, she got really lucky? Not only that,
0: but the company ended up coming clean after the fact and and yep. uh, reimbursing everybody.
1: Well, she got her seven hundred fifty thousand reimbursement because they they caught it in time, but. Because they asked her, you know, no, they, money. they
0: they mm-hmm. they set back all of the fees, yep. and everything else. They actually ended up coming clean at the end. If you
1: heard, if you heard yep. the end of that, yeah, they she did. Said they, they did. They did. Yeah. And they had to reimburse not only her, but there was others. That's what I'm saying. I, I'm saying like, everybody. Yeah. She was one of the ones that came out. She was the one that came out and pretty much, you know, because who knows how many...
0: You know know why she got so lucky, Nick? Why is that? She has a media background and was uh, yapping about it on radio.
1: Not only that, she knew guys in the cybersecurity business, and she had cybersecurity... um, connections and everything else but the media background. AM, one
2: notification. MC3 the
1: media background Wednesday. was big, yeah, but she even had connections in the cybersecurity Good so man. So Saturday is the um, interview for yes our book that we're reading Jerry.
0: The book that I haven't bothered to touch. And yet we have yet another release that popped in my uh yep. in my email today. We do. Uh, yesterday.
1: We do. Yes, sir. It was yesterday. Um, broken code, I believe. Yeah, I believe that was. Yes. So I don't think there's going to be any more this year unless there is. I know I gotta look, but I haven't looked yet. I haven't looked as of late I've been kind of tired I'll probably end up looking maybe this week
0: he's gonna blow me up during tomorrow afternoon's meeting ladies and gentlemen sending me a
1: bunch of crap I remember next what was it like 1am my time I was just like throwing you stuff (laughs) stuff
0: Speaking t- of books, uh, what's your progress on that on our next list, Mr. J?
4: Oh, I'm sorry, I haven't seen that there was one. I will go look. No, the the one that you were working on. Oh, oh dang it! You know, I keep meaning to get back to that, and um, I f- I was very close, I think, to the end. So. Yeah.
0: Because yep. it seems like we've got more books to add, including a one definite yes, even though uh, I haven't added it yet because I want to add it as part of you know the entire list.
1: Which one Which was the definite yes? Want. Um. Uh,
0: I forget. I think we talked about it on this very podcast. I think so. But I forget its name,
1: yeah, the two books of the year led, for the end of the year are just came out, so yeah it's gonna be if I
0: wasn't sitting if I wasn't sitting over there uh on the bus I could have probably just jumped out at one stop going what the hell did you just say
1: (laughs) I could see that and the driver goes what
0: oh never mind I'm listening to a podcast let me back on I I, I got places to go get
1: the hell off my
0: bus (laughs) get the hell off my what like the part of the book that I read it was like 10 o'clock at night and I was coming back home from PSAC and I couldn't react to what I was hearing and I had to go back to it and I'm like wait what would you just say I took my phone out and rewound it and I'm like like I was almost going to say oh hell no but I couldn't say a word because I didn't want to scare the hell out of everybody at 10 o'clock at night on on a, a dark bus ride home
1: Alright, we're stopping this bus, we're pulling this bus over. Damn it.
0: Damn it. Should I kept my mouth shut?
1: Well, got taken over, it looks like. Damn it. This is gonna be an expensive ride home. It would have been too. And your financial advisor. <gasps> well,
0: it would it wouldn't have been so expensive. It would have been around the fifty dollar mark, but still, you know.
1: About <laughs> fifty dollars is fifty dollars, you know. Yeah, like you could to take that fifty bucks and went to the store, you know.
0: Yeah. So, what else came across the uh, landscape
1: mm. that was of value? I heard something, I believe, is on Channel 7 News recently, that they're making AIs start to sound like actual singers, so you could like make your yes. voice sound like Carrie Underwood's. Yes.
4: Yes, um, there is a site like that. Yep. Mm-hmm.
1: I just seen and that And Herbie
4: recently. actually did
0: recently on, I mean I'm not trying to promote his show here, but he did recently on uh, his Sunday show here along the network um, AI was it AI versus originals or something Terry? Because I know you announced it.
1: Yeah, I think it was like yeah, I think it was AI versus original. Yeah. You know? But there's so, some singers that are actually saying, "Well, if you want to use my voice, it's fine, but you, your ass, has to pay a fee to me." There's one that I know of, but I, and she's charging to use her voice. So like, oh man, I wonder who that is. What? I can't remember who it was now, man. But I'm like, that's stupid. Now you might as well just say, you can put new shit out by Whitney Houston and you know she really didn't make the actual song. Exactly. You know that's that's the hard part. That's the bad part. Now is that
4: but yeah Whitney Whitney Houston yeah you never knew that she sang uh, yeah we now have her singing the song Get Here.
1: <laughs> but the thing was is they just they tried to. Um I think one of the guys tried to submit their song to the Academy Awards. Oh no. You know, for you know, to get awards for music and stuff, the music awards. And they yeah. declined it because it was AI. How they knew, I don't know. I guess they probably do their due diligence, but they want actual real like people. So probably because they want to be able to know who to give the award to and
0: two guys walk in saying that it's theirs, but it's some girl singing yeah okay
1: yeah we were her producers back in the day and you know yeah two guys yeah well, how is it you? Does it doesn't make sense. It's uh, well. See, that's a that's kind of bad. Like now, new shit's gonna come out, and you're not even gonna know if it's AI based or, or you know, the real thing. Mm, that's why I'm gonna stick with the independents. Thank you very much. Well, independents can still do that. Can do that too. I, I was mean, just gonna
4: say the same thing
1: you know, they can do that. I mean, well, okay, but I, I mean, yeah, they're the actually trying I'm to make
0: at least some of the ones I'm following. I don't think we'll do that, but I guess we'll see you over time.
1: Then they'll have to change the rules because it's going to be all AI stuff and singers are just going to not have to really worry about singing very much they'll just use the AI and just do the song and done. I made my 100 million today yeah, that's fine oh. I only got to sing for for a show that's it oh, that's cool i don't have to put in the records out. just put them on me it's all good
0: that's when I'll probably just stop buying music if that's gonna be the case
1: let's hope not let's hope not
0: so you uh so uh you guys probably read the Q3 uh report on um
1: it 150 already. on um,
0: on uh, the uh, payload report who was surprised uh, on what they read of it and we'll cover it uh, in several weeks time
1: Who's um, not, surprised?
4: not surprised at all not surprised at all our good friends aren't there anymore, by the looks of it, Nick. Yeah, no Cubot. No. I mean, our good okay, friends sure, there Q-bot are gone. There still is some attack. I mean, there are still some infections, but yeah, I mean that. Wow.
0: I almost fell out of my chair reading that.
1: Hmm. What? Cubot God. Ah, they'll come back. Like I said, they'll come back as another you know, someone else eventually and keep, keep doing infections.
4: Oh yes. Oh yep. yes, that they will.
0: But we'll take the respite for now. Notifications.
2: Next. now for
0: That's what we'll do. We'll just take the respite for now. We enjoy that.
4: Yeah, less spam, fewer phishing emails. Although, sadly, a not gonna... on the
1: rise. Have you heard about them? i mean, doing more stuff.
4: I think I have actually.
1: Yeah, uh, they're, they're another. Uh, North Carolina is uh, getting hit again too, from what I understand. There's a city in North Carolina that's getting Lockbit. Lockbit. My Jesus.
0: Nobody learn. See, nobody's listening. If they would have learned when we talked about what Lockbit was doing, they wouldn't be clicking.
1: That's right. But no one is apparently listening.
0: Because I think we talked about some of this. Like when, like when it comes out on my feeds, it's coming out like
1: before it gets dangerous. Yeah, we talked about it. I remember talking about it on Throwback too, Root. Uh, Lockbit. Yeah. Lockbit. <sighs> but. That's what happens when you don't listen to a security show.
0: Of anything. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's uh, it. Security now covered Lockbit and some of these other things too. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Not, that's what happens when you bet, don't listen to a security show. And I bet there's others.
1: King Commando, Neil Laporte, you know, Sketch over, uh, um, you know... I'm subscribed to one podcast and that's okay. I listen to it and everything else. There's stuff of value I send it to the group, but not I just leave it be. Mm -hmm. But the past couple times there's been stuff of value, so I've been sending it.
0: (laughs) And then I pop up and go, "Yeah, heard that. That's old. That's an old thing. Oh, I didn't
1: hear about this." And
0: well, that's because that's because Gmail sent us email. Um, yeah. Last year, I I didn't find a blog post on it, but I do remember yapping about it somewhere. Yep. All right. And guys. yes, folks, during the, the during the holiday break, where there will be no live show, I will be updating the directory. I promise. I have one more meeting tomorrow. I have a complete week off, and so I will be blogging and doing and yep. updating the right, directory. Well, I've been I know exactly work, where so I need to go.
1: I will talk to you guys because I got to get to work. So all right,
0: all right, okay. Yep. We'll see you on Saturday, friend. And, Mr. J, what uh, else in the landscape uh, that we've blogged or posted or something?
4: Well, for me, anyway, you covered a lot of the big ones. What's that? I said, for me, you covered a lot of the big ones. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, cybercrime again, uh, I think McLaren Healthcare has been hit. Yeah
0: And where's the um, and remember I went off on uh, I went off on um, whatma who's it for um, going after one company and asking why they're not going after the rest.
4: Yeah. Oh, HHS was it? Yeah.
0: HHS the how the remember I went off to HHS because they they uh went after that doctor's office for uh their lack of doing anything, but yet uh I w- I went off because they uh, should be going after every single one.
4: Yeah, they should.
0: How's anybody going to learn? Oh, I mean, they're not going to know about that one doctor's office.
4: Yeah, I know.
0: Did we cover the Rolling Stone article that said Twitter was worth half?
4: It seems familiar. Yeah, that Twixer is now... Half its... Wait a minute. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Wow.
0: (laughs) That was... Okay, so we covered it on Saturday because I posted it within the last week. Twixer is now worth nineteen and a half billion which is less than the 44 call it 45 that Elon muck uh, paid for it yep yeah. and um, he uh, is really gonna try and push everybody to pay at least a dollar a year to post. And view and retweet and do. And I think if, if that comes down to it and I get an email, um, that's fine. Um, and then that's when I'll go ahead and tell DLVR to delete my Twitter off of that platform. Because I'm not paying someone who doesn't care about accessibility as part yeah, of same. the platform to same post. here same here even though I can afford the dollar I can af- not afford the four dollars but you know I haven't posted on the other three in God knows how long and I'm not doing all of that on my phone. And the problem is I can't get rid of the thing because uh, Metro themselves uses it to alert us to issues in you know along the system, you know, elevator outages, uh, bus detours, um, oh yeah, train delays, that type of thing. And since I do travel, and they're not on Mastodon. Although, they do have a Facebook page, and I guess I could, in theory, go see if they post these alerts on their Facebook page and get, and turn on alerts for that. True, you could. Uh, I would really rather see them over on... Uh, like they're like they they've got a server, so they could put their own. Los Angeles, isolated of the afternoon. Oh, great! Um, their own um Mastodon server on their server, and they could have both of their accounts on that one server, where everybody knows that it is uh theirs, and every City who's got a metro um, agency can do the same, so that your constituents can sign up for it. And one one of the one of the callers uh, who actually came to our committee and even said, you know, I wanted to, you know, do this, and I could, and I don't want to because isn't Twitter a, a service where you have to sign up because the, the way it sounded, you have to sign up to get the actual alerts and it's it's actually a yes or no, yes and no question you can go to as an example twitter.com slash metro LA alerts or x.com slash metro LA alerts as they're now doing um, and you could view them but to actually get the alerts on your phone, you actually have to um, sign up for the service. The only other thing you can do, if it's a major, if it's a major alert, use something like Transit app. Find your line, turn on alerts for all lines. There's a um, you know a, an alerts facility on there. So right. when they push that out. Um, you'll get alerted if there's any sort of detour that's major. Or, oh, okay. Or service change yeah. or something. Yeah. If it's a short thing, they're not going to push it to the app. Um, you know, if it's a few hours, you know, they'll just put out a tweet and call it good. Unless it's the train, because the train is a bit of a different beast Um, but the bus network if they're on detour they can detour without much difficulty but the train if there's an incident it affects the entire line so it's a little bit more of a of an issue I'm only mentioning it because it does cover technology and since they would be I'll tie it to security where you know if they do move over and, and and do their their you know Mastodon thing it would lend more credibility and security as an agency because they're not using a third party except you know some version of, of Mastodon whether it's hometown or or some other version yeah. that's installed and uh, I did find this out. I saw links to some service called Just My Toots, and um, you could put the URL in there, and it actually, if you put the URL in there, like I did on my profile, you could go to, like, justmytoots.com slash at 2023 and see all of my posts without oh, cool. having to, nice. you know... So you could, you know, if if your name is, you know, Nick Jackson, I believe you could put in there, you know, justmysuits.com slash at, you know, Nick Jackson. And if you go over there, then it'll make all those public um, on that page and people can reply and comment and favorite and, Mm. and do on the web. But they only see what you're posting and not your entire timeline. Uh, so, Twixer has lost half its value, which tells me probably by sometime next year, although I said six months to a year already and they're still here. <coughs> Did you catch Podcast 378 of Tech?
4: I did not. I know it's there, but I I have not.
0: I was going to ask you what you thought of the story. All right. I think we've covered everything else. I haven't posted a whole lot on the blog. I've been running. Again. Hey,
4: it, it happens.
0: Mm. So, after the podcast gets a commercial break, um, we are covering... topic? Yep. Which I need, I need to go... Okay, so this is... Where is it here? While I'm looking for the file before we switch, talk about what you think as you were looking at the show notes.
4: Um, sad to say... I don't want to give too much away, but I think that one of the negative, sad conclusions, disheartening conclusions they've come to, is probably correct. And how about the
0: uh, t- how about the uh, title of the pri- of the podcast?
4: Hey, I think it was good lack thereof yes
0: I meant to do that on Sunday but I was just half dead on Sunday I was just oh. actually it was Monday I wanted to do it I was kind of half dead on Monday And then Saturday, I wasn't feeling well. So that didn't help me.
4: No, man, no. All right, so let's
0: have the podcast do a commercial break. And if you don't want these commercials on the podcast, why not consider donating? You don't have to donate a lot. You can go to jaredreimernet slash donations. (coughs) Dot html. I think, yeah, I think it's donations.html, and you can donate via PayPal or direct credit card through uh, our Fresh Books uh, integration program. That is one five ten uh, twenty twenty five fifty or a hundred dollars one time. Um, you can also subscribe via PayPal and make a monthly donation. which you can cancel at any time. And it's any amount you want. And um, I lost contact with my donor who was donating $20 a month. But, you know, even if you donated a, a dollar, I'd say that would be enough to go commercial free. Wouldn't you think? Hmm. I mean, uh, if it would certainly be a start. that's all they could give you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm not. It's not about the money here at the JRN. It's about being fair. If you like what you hear and you want to donate, I'd say go for it. You know, it's a form of, of thanks, or even just write for all I care. Yeah, for sure. Email, iMessage. J a r e d r i m e r at 986themix.com or tech at menvi.org. that's T-E-C-H at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G and uh let me know what you think um oh and speaking of diatribes I sent you diatribes from Sean about some of those
4: I think yeah and yeah certainly the before we break yeah certainly the one about today's topic you did and All right, so let's
0: let's go ahead and break, and then the podcast will have commercials. Do you need a break?
4: No, I think I'm good.
0: Okay. Then uh, as far as the, the uh, live program goes, we'll be back in just a moment. This is the security box. This is program 169. Generation Z across the Jaron Reimer Radio Network.
4: Menvi, bridging the gap between the blind and music education, is located at www.menvi.org. Menvi is a coalition of parents, educators, and students. A news journal is available informing members of resources and experiences shared by all who are interested in music education and literacy for the visually impaired. For more information or to become a member, visit our website. Again, the URL is www.menvi.org.
0: Welcome back to the program, everybody. I'm Jared Reimer. And now it's time for us to really get going with our topic. And uh, we titled the podcast, The Security Box Podcast 169 Generation Z, Privacy or Lack Thereof. Bad name?
4: Good name? What do people think? Well, certainly... On the surface, it does seem like lack thereof.
0: And I'm not going to trash Generation Z. I mean, based on... I mean, they have their opinions. I, I respect them. But I could have fallen out of my chair reading this article. What? You don't care about malware and things that can hurt your computer, that can hurt your productivity and your job, that can hurt your job. Oh yeah. That can hurt your bottom line. So yeah, I've got I've got some questions about that uh, so generation Z privacy or lack thereof and I I did it there in the same place and I should have just read that instead of gone back to the beginning because I forgot I did it that way. So the article title is what Gen Z really cares about when it comes to privacy. And the publication is Malwarebytes. They did a good job with this article, I think. Mm-hmm. They did. David David uh, Ruiz, who actually yeah. does the Lock and Code podcast, which I'm subscribed to, um, did did an excellent job with this. So, it would be easy to think that Gen Z doesn't care about privacy. They worry less about ad tracking, do little to stem the flow of their private information online, and, as Malwarebytes <coughs> recently uncovered, monitor one another's lives far more than other generations now my situation is this i i knew somebody who has been in the legal system and as part of his deal with me the last time he was out i tracked him to make sure he was doing what he said he was going to do Mm-hmm. and it wasn't because I wanted to know what he was doing because I don't care about what you're doing I care about where you're going if you're telling me oh I'm going to go see, <coughs> see a friend in the state and I'll be back on this day well okay great I saw that he was still in the state. He traveled a hundred miles because I knew how far it was away from me when he left and when he arrived and I thought nothing of it. (coughs) Until he got picked up the day after he was supposed to be back. Oh, boy. Or something. Or maybe he was picked up before... He was actually scheduled to be picked up. I don't remember exactly how it went, but I know I was called by somebody saying that they got picked up. i like, yeah, I sort of figured when I got a location not available from him yesterday, and he was supposed to be back yesterday. I get you. That's what I use it for. You know, I had to file a. I I, want to go. I want to step back and talk a little bit about last Thursday's events to show you where I come from when it comes to this first paragraph. Um, so I was going for the AAC meeting on Thursday, and I was also doing some app testing, as a, a lot of you know. And some guy picked up something and threw it at the back of my head. Now, I'm not injured. I'm perfectly fine. Uh, I ran into staff and I told them about it. We filed a report through Transit App. And they asked if I wanted to file a police report. I said, I don't know whether this is going to be any good or not. But I did it in the name of being transparent to show Metro that I'm not the only blind consumer who has had some sort of crime against them. Although it was a battery. Um, they wanted, you know, it wasn't an ADW. you know, And I knew exactly what the officers were, were asking me. It's like, do you want to charge them with a battery or an ADW? I'm like, it wasn't an ADW. There wasn't you know, it was like a piece of trash or a paper or something. Yeah. You know, it's and the the only reason why I could communicate with their like la- in their language is because, uh, you know, I listened to the scanner radio app, and so you know they you know if I don't understand something of what they're saying, I can go look it up. So I knew exactly what they were asking, and. Um, it was all well and good, the police treated me fairly, and I have the report here, and I don't know if they're going to find him, they probably won't, but, you know, just having a report out there saying, you know, yes, some person, blind guy with with a disability um, was targeted, even though it was off of the train, but it was in one of Metro's, you know, uh, owned properties and Metro did nothing about it because there was nobody there to do anything about it. Now my guy and I have agreed that he can follow me anytime he wants. If he's concerned about me, he can open up, find my friends and know exactly where I am at any given time, especially on PSAC nights. And I think that's a fair trade-off. Yeah. You know, I have, you know, for a while, you know, Herbie and I have had this agreement, too, where, uh, you know, this way I know when to call him, because I know you know, when he's at home he's this far away from me. But if it's say he's here or there or whatever, I'm and I think and I know I need to talk to him, oh crap, I can't call him. Let me send him a message while I'm thinking about it. <clears throat> so that's what I use it for. You know, my aunt, my uncle, my grandmother, my grandmother recently wanted to know where I was so that you know, because I don't call her all the time, and she can open up the app and see where I am, and so it's all mutual. But I don't make all of that public, I don't talk about who my family is, I don't talk, I don't post a lot on social media. I'm a little different than that, and by the way. A Gen Z, for those who don't know, according to what Kim was saying, was it 1993
4: to 2010? Um, yeah, I'm not sure.
0: Hmm. So that's wh- what this article is covering. <clears throat> that those who were born in that time frame. Um. Okay. Uh. So. I think I fall somewhat in the middle of that first paragraph. What do you think?
4: Yeah. Actually, I would agree with that. And it's funny because when we talk about monitoring people, I am not like your typical Gen Z, but I get why you do that. I mean, your examples were great, because those were things I hadn't exactly considered. But no, to me, I think of that as an invasion of privacy. It's like, uh, I get, like I said, in the cases you mentioned, why it would be very important. But to me, it's like, I don't... I really don't need you to know... But I don't open the
0: app every day.
4: Oh, true. Good point.
0: I actually don't. Now, the only time I did was when I had no choice because I, I was looking at one particular person. I didn't care about the rest. Okay, my uncle's at work. Cool. You know, if I need to go over there, I know he's there. But I don't typically open the app every day. Once a week, once every few weeks, once a month. I don't do it every day. Yeah. But if I were to open the app every day... And just to see where everybody was. Yes, I could see it being an invasion of privacy, but I don't do it every day. I get that. when Janet was alive, I did it a little bit more, especially when she was traveling. and that was because uh, she uh, of her risks.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
0: So there were very specific reasons. <clears throat> now, I don't feel that I need to track you anywhere. I know I know your schedule and you know if I call you at home, I leave you a voicemail and I leave you alone. I don't Need, like you, I don't yes you work with the network but you're not like I don't need to know every little place you are true I don't feel I need that yeah yeah I get that now when you were dealing with your medical issues <coughs> it would have been nice so that then I knew oh let me go see if he's at home oh he's not at home I I'll leave him alone it's not important but to be honest, I'm good either way. Okay. Cool. But that's how I operate. And I think some I think that first paragraph sort of sums this up. And I think I sort of fall into that in a way. What do you think?
4: Yeah, I kind of think you do.
0: But I wasn't born in the 90s. I was born in, in 1980. So, the second paragraph. But it isn't that Gen Z, whole, uh, Gen Z wholesale doesn't care about privacy. It's that they care about privacy in a different way. Now I've told you how I deal with privacy. I don't want to know where every, you where you are like, to start at your
2: location as well, you well,
0: know e- in every little in every little you know detail that's why I always go off on those people who just post their location everywhere. Like when oh, I saw that, yes. that uh, diatribe of texts to show him about one particular guy who basically was checking in everywhere he was going cross country. Now, we talked about these types of apps, and yes, I did play with it in a controlled environment where it didn't matter. Yes, I posted it to Twitter just to see how it worked. But I wasn't constantly doing it every single day. And I remember one particular, two particular people who will remain nameless, one that went ape because they want to be able to check in so that their people know where that they've made it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just share your location with them? With find my friends, if they're on iOS. Yeah. If not, and they're on a different platform, then send them a text and said, you know, hey Nick, I made it downtown. I do that with Metro. When I got yeah. home at 11 o'clock, I sent staff a note. I knew I I knew I could send one at least one staff member a note saying, "Hey, I got home safely at 10:47 p.m. or 22:47 hours. Uh, just want to you know let you know I'm home and I'm I'm fine." I could have bothered Armando, but I bothered another staff member because Armando had a half a day and I was trying to be respectful for that. But I usually let him know, but I let another staff member know, hey, I'm home. Unlike other generations, Generation Z cares more about the exposure of their data not necessarily that it's out there they understand that it is not necessarily their fault they understand that breaches will occur and sadly there isn't anything they can do about it they worry more about harassment bullying and lost friendships because of the exposure I'm one of these where I've lost friends even on the phone lines but they actually exposed information out there that was not even true to begin with Um, I've been in a bunch of breaches and I care about those breaches because companies should have been smarter and if if they were in a mistake what did they learn about that mistake so that it doesn't happen again so that yes okay you screwed up what did you learn and how are you going to protect our data in the future that's me so i care about (coughs) the breaches um more and that's because i've been in so many of them that my information's out there and there's nothing I can do about it
3: mm-hmm what
0: are your thoughts as my calendar is reminding me of tomorrow's meeting
4: you know that that totally makes sense and I actually like that approach just that was taken like that interpretation because it's I would say it's more more nuanced to look nuanced to look at it that way. And yeah, I think it's accurate. Do you think the way that that I wrote that
0: paragraph or do you think differently? That's why I want I wanna turn this into a discussion. I don't wanna just read and just say we're done. I, I, I sort of want <laughs> to discuss it and sort of see where we all stand. Oh, yeah,
4: and I agree with how that paragraph was written. Because, yeah, these days, you're exactly right. They happen. Breaches do. And, yeah, a lot of times, sad to say, there's not really much we can do.
0: And I'm sounding the alarm of, we need to hold these companies... Accountable and Gen Z saying, "Well, we don't give a fuck. There's nothing we can do about it." But if you don't speak out and say, "What are you doing? You know, how are you, you know, gonna make sure that you know I'm not exposed anymore?" If you're concerned about the exposure, that Mm -hmm. is a concern. Yeah, your information's out there that means it's exposed I disagree with that as soon as the information leaves your brain whether you put it out there or it gets leaked it's exposed even if nothing is ever done Unless I'm wrong about that.
4: No, I don't think you're wrong at all.
0: In fact, when it comes to many privacy concerns that have a cybersecurity overlap, I write Gen Z cares less overall. Well, that I think is our problem. Yes, and I'm not saying this podcast is. Tar- I'm not. I'm not trying to target you. I love you, okay? I love every listener who contacts me that says they enjoy the show. But there has to become a point where if you don't start speaking out. In your own way, whether you blog, you do your own podcast, you you know, there's a a vlogger out there, I forget her name, you know, she could blog about or vlog, if you will, video blog about these types of things. Mm-hmm. But there's not enough people I mean, you've got us older people like me and Brian and, and, you know, those who write the articles you see on a regular basis blogging and talking about this.
4: Yeah, but aside from that, not a lot. And I understand where you're
0: coming from. You're not, I mean... Look, I can buy you, we could buy you a domain and I could get you hosted on my on my, you know, small plan and you could blog your thoughts. <clears throat> I could get you on WordPress where you could send an email to the thing and you could just run a script and it mm-hmm. would post it for you. And you could blog without writing HTML and say, you know, I read an article and this is what it talked about. These are my thoughts. And you don't even have to blog. You don't even have to write a link. You could just do general. Nice. If that's what people want to do. So I don't like the fact that they just that they care less. Because that's why we're having these problems. And of course, you know, we try and tell our senators and our congress people they try to understand,
4: but they didn't grow up with this stuff. No, social media for a lot of them didn't exist.
0: For me too. Yeah. And when it started like I'll just go and I'll get my name and I'll post a few things and you know, I'll post every once in a while. But I hardly use FaceBite. I'm not on Tick Dance. Mm-mm. No. I'm no, on no. LinkedIn and I started using it and then I dropped off of it. Because it's just too much. There's not enough time to do it all. Yeah. But I have my name there. So that's good. According to our research, they write, compared to 51% of non-Gen Z... 62% of Gen Z agreed or strongly agreed with the following statement. Quote, I'm more worried about my private information being exposed online, e.g. embarrassing slash compromising photos slash videos, mental health, sexuality, etc. than I am about typical cybersecurity threats like... Viruses, malware, etc. Where do you stand? Please.
4: I am more worried about viruses, malware, etc. than personal information.
0: I think I'm mixed. I mean, okay, everybody knows I'm male. Everybody knows I like girls. Okay, great. That's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. If it got out there, there's really nothing I could do about that. But I didn't technically disclose that to be made public. I mean, I did today, but you understand what I'm trying to say. Yeah. yeah. Like, this, that's all I'm saying. Like, they're, they're saying that, I mean, if I had a mental health breakdown right now, That would get out there and then I would be questioned about my job and what I'm trying to accomplish. That I would care about. Because nobody needs to know that I have or have not any mental issues. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So I'm sort of mixed in that, in that sentence. Like some of it, I, and that's why we keep talking about the viruses and malware ordeal, but I don't see that slowing down anytime soon.
4: No, oh, no, 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 not anytime soon for sure.
0: um I, I do i mean but then i started at a different time you know i was i started with computers before viruses were really a thing i mean i i had heard about some of these worms like we're talked about in some of the books we've read but <clears throat> i mean it's become a lot worse now and i care about that and i don't want to see people get hurt Generation C doesn't necessarily care about data brokers, Bluetooth trackers, and privacy-invasive browsers. As Malwarebytes tries to uh, recruit, and others like the JRN teach, we need to be mindful of the varying opinions and embrace and try a different type of tactic. What might that tactic be?
4: That's what I'm still wondering. Because
0: if we don't say, hey, this thing can harm your computer, well, I don't care. Well, then get yourself infected. And then when they they want 20 Bitcoin or a half a million dollar and you don't have it,
4: then oh. you can say, well, I guess
0: you were right.
4: I just thought I of something. care more
0: about this.
4: Well, yeah, you should because what they'll do is, in a lot of cases, claim, you pay me 20 Bitcoin or regardless of the fact that what they probably have is not even real, they could still say, or this information about you is getting out there or I'm going to publish it.
0: You know, and I remember seeing such emails. You know, we got one sent to like several of our addresses. We got one sent to application at the mix. We got one sent to management at the mix. And we got one sent to uh, our, probably our own personal addresses saying, oh, uh, op- you know, open this file and, you know, view it because it has. You doing? Uh, I don't know. I want to try and keep this as clean as possible. Um, mm-hmm. Something. And if you don't want this getting out, then you need to pay us, you know, whatever twenty Bitcoin, and you have forty-eight hours to do it, or it's going to get out there. And I look, and I, and I just have to laugh because. They send it at God knows what time. Here I am at 7, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning looking at it going, well, uh, my phone was on my table and it was playing XYZ and I was sleeping. And so if you want to catch me sleeping, go ahead, put it out there. Yeah. Uh, have fun. Um, so I, I disagree. I think um, I think we really need to teach this. We need to put it out there, and we need to we need to explain what's going on, and let you decide what values. M- it, you know, you want to take out of it, and if you don't care, <clears throat> fine. Uh, but don't come to me later saying, "Well, uh, what do I do now?" Well, uh, what happened? Well, I got this email, and I did this, and I did that, and now I got to pay them. Th-. Well, I talked about it and I said that it was dangerous, and uh, I know you're a subscriber of mine, and and uh, the like, will uh, but
4: I, I really couldn't have that getting out there.
0: Too bad now. You're screwed now.
4: Yeah, it's a little late.
0: A little late now. You should have thought about that and heeded my warning about how it gets delivered because that's how I t- what I talk about. It can't work both ways. It's starting to rain. You hear that?
4: Oh my gosh, yeah, I think I do. My goodness.
0: So, what do you think the balance should be as I skip some of the uh, uh, sections because some of it's linked information?
4: Hmm. Well, I mean, maybe what the balance could be is, you know, you don't have to know about every single malware type there is out there. I mean, you don't have to know necessarily about Trojans, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, but this is something you should be aware of because if you're concerned about personal information being leaked, that is a 100% one way how it can that's one way how it can exactly okay
0: and that's 100% how that data gets out because now they want payment payment information of some yep. sort yep so it's coming so we're getting the outer raid bands of what it's of what I'm being notified of now so it's coming this way skipping some the article says deeper inside the data though is a depressing new finding We have likely lost the fight on traditional online privacy. I will finish the paragraph before I say what I want to say. Okay. Online ad tracking and location monitoring, which privacy advocates have lobbied against for years, are of little importance to Gen Z. Well, I care. <clears throat> I don't want people knowing my every move, but the problem is is I have no control over it because to pr- to get self service the phone company needs to know where you are. Yep. So that if something goes wrong, they know where the problem is. But I don't want a browser full of problems. Uh where was it? We have likely lost the fight on traditional online pro okay, so online ad tracking. I think that's been out of control for years. I think Steve has been sounding that alarm for years. Oh decades at least. At least. Uh, location monitoring is it necessary for a website like jaredreiber.net to monitor where you come from I mean the only time I care is when you fill out a form but I don't keep that data I don't even know I see an IP but I don't really know where it is unless I go look it up and most times I don't look it up it's just there in case I need to report some sort of abuse yeah. But there's other ways of getting it even if I don't use a form. Um but I don't I don't have ads on my website. I mean the ads on my website are text based and I vouch for them. I don't have pop-ups and pop-unders and Stupid shit on my website.
4: Uh, right.
0: Somebody emailed me and said, Well, can I, you know, put an ad on your website? Yeah, go to jaredreimer.net slash advertise.html and um, there you can get all the details, the pricing. This, that, and the other. And uh, if it interests you, then let me know. You know, I never hear from them again. They, I don't even know what they're sending me. Great. Right. I got an email I didn't bother to send you that said, Oh, we'll uh, boost traffic to your page. And we did a video showing, you know, telling you how, you know, we can do this if you're interested and I just deleted the thing and as you know I I did contact the one guy that I thought was serious and um I told them I would like to work with him but I don't have the kind of money to be able to uh, do that But but I don't expect free work so you know Give me a call and let's see what we can come up with. You know, I never yeah. I never heard another word. What a shock. So, I know that all these people who contact me that said they could do for me don't want to actually do. I'm too small. I would love to get more listenership. I got another email about that one, um, uh, service that basically, um, took my anchor feed and made a, you know, and basically, uh, created a website where people can donate and such. But then I found out it costs money. Even if I registered to take, to take the website, I'm going to have to pay them to do, I'm sorry, but. I provide RSS, so I don't need to pay for a website, which you know the R, which I already linked to the RSS through slash uh, audio That's that's the RSS. So you can also search me out by my name, Jared Reimer in all major platforms, and you'll find me. I don't need to pay for a website that'll do the same thing. Um, A third or 33% of Gen Z, Nick, agreed or strongly agreed with the statement, I don't mind being tracked by websites or apps. Compared with 22% of non-Gen Z and 49% of Gen Z agreed or strongly agreed that being able to track my spouse's significant other's location when they are away is extremely important to me compared with 39% of non-Gen Z. As I said earlier, I don't track that way. You will never find me tracked that way. I might open the app every once in a while. Oh, where is everybody? But I will never invade on anybody's privacy. You know, they always talk about, oh, get air tags, put them everywhere. You will know, Everywhere you can think of, so you can find your shit. You know they they track oh, you. Oh know, yeah. It's track. I don't have any Air Tags.
4: I don't either.
0: But what about that
4: paragraph where where we were reading the stats? That does seem a little demoralizing, to be honest. Down
0: the with on base. Here's the so. Is it a problem? What What do you think?
4: I think it is a potential problem because talk about it. Yeah, because I think that you have a generation that is okay with being tracked from you know website to website. Okay with being you know, not in the ways that you talked about earlier that were very specific, but in a more general sense okay with being monitored because that I think opens the door for more invasive types of tracking
0: I mean we found out the story of the 14 year old who was pregnant and um, of course you know buying things you're being tracked that way too and I guess there was an ad about you know that was delivered about pregnancy something rather and then the family found out the girl was
4: pregnant. Oh. Remember that? You know I think I vaguely it's vaguely coming to me. I mean, but that's already being done. And yeah, there was a big Oh, what was it? It was back in June. You posted this piece from... I can't remember what the source was, but talking about how people get sliced up into the tiniest, tiniest, tiniest micro slivers for advertising... I mean, it's very, very personal.
0: (laughs) And nobody seems to care. Our older generation, our baby boomers have no idea this is going on because they don't understand how any of this works. People like us are screaming um your ten to twenty year olds today are saying oh well yes eh,
4: just that's the way it fuck is it. that's just that's just doing business these days that's just being online these days
0: you won't see be on bite talk
4: oh no 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 I will not be on bite dance or face bite or <laughs> Well, no, I am on Facebite, but but not. Uh, well,
0: I'm on Facebite, but I'm 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 hardly there, so.
4: Yeah, same here.
0: I'm on Facebite, I'm on Twixer, and I'm on LinkedIn.
4: Yeah, I don't think they've earned any kind of weird nickname yet, because I don't think they're gonna merge with anybody, at least that I know of. No.
0: But I can't wait for Twixer to go bye bye.
4: Oh, it'll happen.
0: I'll buy I'll buy a case for the network, okay? Yeah, go for it. I will buy a case for, <laughs> go the for network it. when Twixer <laughs> goes goes down. Uh the article continues. Uh, Looking at disagreement with certain statements also shines light on what Gen Z finds acceptable in their own relationships. When asked how they feel about the statements, I think monitoring apps and tools are an invasion of privacy. Fewer Gen Z respondents disagreed than non-Gen Z 18% compared to 24% revealing perhaps that fewer members of this younger generation will ever stand up against this type of intimate surveillance please just jump in anytime
4: that is and it's funny because after, well, actually before you gave some of the examples you gave about how that's being used, I was just all just opposed to it, like, oh my gosh, it's like this monitoring, you know, that's just ridiculous, like that should never happen. But now that you've told me some of the things you have, I'm I'm a little more split.
0: In that Why do you think I'm mixed on some of this? Because I do agree with some of it but in some controlled environments yeah. you can actually do this with the consent of the people you trust. That's true. So if since you have my phone number, you can, in theory, add me to find my, if that's what you choose to do, so that you know when I'm around, I know when you're around, and we can, in theory, communicate. Yeah. So that I'm not leaving voicemail and not hearing from you for days on end, because... I never had that with you. Not True. that I really feel that we need that, but this is the type of thing where it's like, oh, where's Nick? I haven't heard from him in a few days. Oh crap! I can't see where he is because I haven't heard from him, and I, you know, even though we talk once a week on on a show like this, you know, I oh, wonder. Yep you know, talk about show stuff. <clears throat> and then you started responding last night. So it's not that I don't care. I'm not one to go look you up every day. Oh, where's Nick today? I got to go bug the hell out of him. and
4: uh, Right. <laughs>
0: stalk the shit out of him and... that's not necessarily my goal oh you're my up. goal is that I care about the people I care about but I'm not going to sit there and say oh can I follow you on this that or the other no. you know I hardly see you post on Mastodon I, I hardly see you post anywhere that's a choice but at least your name yeah. is there, so nobody can take advantage of it. True. Sure. So. Um, do we want to... break here for- for another break or do we want to finish up the topic uh, just keep going? how are you feeling
4: I- I'm good we can just keep going but for some reason your connection is really cutting out I'm not sure why uh, I don't know why oh now you're good now you're good
0: I haven't done anything different
4: no. clubhouse error probably then clubhouse issue
0: Yeah. Well, it was raining here a little bit ago. Hmm. Mm hmm. I don't hear it raining now, but we did get some rain. Here is some other statistical information coming from the next paragraph. When Gen C. Or Gen Z shares photos, videos, or information about literally anyone in their lives, they always seek consent for every type of relationship more often than non-Gen Z. More often, Gen Z also seeks consent when posting about their spouse or significant other. compared to 32% non-Gen Z their close friends 41% compared to 32% their children 39% compared to uh, 29% others uh, other people's children 41% compared to 35% their parents 38% compared to 29%. Other, older family members, 34% compared to 29%. Other, younger family members, 36% compared to 30%. And Mm -hmm. even people they don't know or don't know well, 32% compared to 26%. you'll find me zero <laughs> I don't share any of that crap and I usually don't either I don't put it out there nope. I don't take your picture you know yes I've set you know, Armando Food and said, You want to join me? But that's through text messaging and that's more of a one on one thing. Yeah. But I don't post that on social media. I don't make that public. I don't make it too public, although I do talk about where I go and what I do. But well, it's. In a podcast setting ago, where it doesn't hurt me because I know a lot of people are out of state and I have never real I mean, yes, I've given the address, but it's such a large complex over at Gateway mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. It's a public place. but people travel through there just to go to um, just to go to uh, nearby buses. Yeah. In the area, so you know people know yeah. that they're traveling through Gateway just to go to one of the neighboring streets to catch a bus. So that's kind yeah. of public anyway. Um, what do you think? I mean, I, I think my response is what George Cotton would say: zero.
4: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how I am too. <laughs>
0: I just don't care about sharing my. I mean, okay, I did it in a controlled setting,
4: but after I was done, I'm done. I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, done. Not, you know, it's over. Not using that again. But
0: don't find me sharing pictures of dinner. My girlfriend, S, if any what we're doing or anything else. Yeah. Uh, A a full 86% of non-Gen Z are concerned or very concerned about their financial accounts being hacked compared to 72% of Gen Z who feel the same way.
4: Uh, that doesn't... I don't know. To me, that doesn't match up because earlier on, Gen Z didn't really... Care. ...have much of a... Con- yeah. And so, yeah, things like viruses... Malware, which is the gateway for a lot of that financial information getting out there, and for it being hacked, they didn't care about. Now they're... That's just a little confusing to me. I'm sorry.
0: Why do you think I stopped? I know where to stop. I know where to stop reading in these things, don't I? Oh,
4: you definitely do.
0: I've been doing this too long. <laughs> <laughs>
4: What, I've been running this
0: podcast for three years now. I should know when to stop because I know people are going to want to... Now, Metro Elevators. Elevator at Wilshire slash uh, Western back in service. Okay. Similarly, <clears throat> 85% of non-Gen Z are concerned or very concerned about having personal information, or data stolen by hackers or thieves compared to the 74% of Gen Z and 86% of non-Gen Z are concerned or very concerned about identity theft or fraud compared to 69% of Gen Z.
4: Sadly, that does sadly that's at least a little more consistent and not in a good way so people
0: like you and I care about that crap more than than uh... well they got they're going to have big problems let's say they are an up and coming millionaire yeah it, you know and they just got caught because they sent $500,000 somewhere where it shouldn't have been sent because they made a mistake. Mm
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'd be reporting that and seeing what I can do about it.
4: Yeah, I'm with you on that.
0: The worst is, well, we can't do anything. Well, okay, but...
4: Camera, can't we at least try? I mean...
0: Yeah. Gen Z's relative... Ease of these threats is understandable. These aren't even... Threats to them They're facts of life How do you define A stolen Social security number After the attack On Equifax How Do you spend time worrying about One company's Data breach When hundreds are hacked every year it starts, ladies and gentlemen, with one. An Equifax and TransUnion and um um not no, in the fourth one. What's the f- Experian? Thank you. were all targeted since 2017. They track every piece of data you can ever want. How much crap you buy. What crap you buy. When you bought it. How, how much you the crap costs to begin with. Um... Yeah, and if you have... have got your social security number. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What can possibly go wrong?
4: Oh, I don't know. How about everything?
0: <laughs> you don't care that somebody can... Can, uh let's say, get nose surgery and then when something happens to your nose and you get denied because that was already done to you 20 years ago and you only found out about it now?
4: Oh, man, yeah. Or you start getting all these calls from debt collectors because you owe a debt on a mortgage... On a property you never purchased, but your information was used, so somebody purchased it in your name.
0: And they're not paying. And they start. And, and when we covered that, they do start paying, but then they stop paying after so long. Uh huh. They make it look good, and then they'll they'll stop, uh, you know, paying for you know, and then that's when they uh.
4: Yep, that's when you start getting those calls. Of course.
0: Instead, Gen Z worries about being unable to manage the information released about them online and the potential fallout that could and, in many cases, already has come from it.
4: Well, talk about fallout, I mean social security number. We just talked about that. Mhm. When I mean, your oh. your financial life is basically ruined, which means that a lot of other aspects of your life will be ruined.
0: And there's no getting it back either they only issue new social security numbers (coughs) in certain circumstances but I don't know what those are I don't either but I did read that somewhere and I wish they would just come out and say when so that we all understand how that works but okay This is first visible in the fact that Gen Z is more concerned or very concerned about having their personal struggles shared online, 59% compared to 57% for non Gen Z. Having their sexual orientation exposed online, 45% compared to 37%. And having embarrassing photos, videos, or information posted about them online, 61% compared to 55%. I'm stunned.
1: Wow. Uh, I'm
4: just... yeah. I mean I get it that in the moment some of those things, if they're exposed, can be harmful, but compared to the things we were just talking about, I I'm sorry, I think those take top priority. I, I just I think those are a lot more serious and more pressing.
0: And you know some of this isn't pressing, I get it. Yeah, but
4: some of the things All of this makes yeah. Go ahead, go ahead please. But but some of the things that are even posted online people already know anyway. Yeah. So so you're not revealing anything new that, you know, has never been shared before.
0: That's concerning yes the fact that it's getting online to begin with that's the concern mm-hmm that's why I don't post a whole lot so that if it is online it's not me doing it
4: yeah same here
0: all of this makes sense in the long run and while we should get companies to change their practices, it's always going to be a cat and mouse game. I wrote more consequential uh, what is this, more consequentially 34% of Gen Z worry about being physically harmed compared to 27% of non-Gen Z while 36% worry about being bullied compared to 22% of non-Gen Z. Well, I just filed a police report last week. Yeah. Not because I wanted to, but because it goes into the crime stats of Metro issues. I felt felt it wasn't going to do any good. I don't... I don't know whether it has or hasn't.
4: Yet to be seen, yeah.
0: But it is a concern. I don't want to be bullied. I don't want to be riding around Los Angeles being bullied. I don't do anything. Yeah, I get that. Violating any laws. Yeah. When it comes to the workplace, (coughs) the article says something very interesting. Now, it may be easy to excuse some of these numbers on youth bullying is more prevalent for students even if it extends online but the same fears carry over into the workplace again almost a third of Gen Z 33% worry about being fired or having a work Opportunity taken away because of exposed private information compared to 29% of non-Gen Z. Again, we go back to all the breaches. That's exposure. Sorry. Yes. I don't buy that. The more your information is out there, just like mine the more chance it is going to be taken advantage of and then it is going to become a problem. So far, as far as I know, it hasn't been a problem. But it can. Anytime an actor fucking feels like it.
4: Which is anytime they want.
0: Now, there's no proof. My information's in their hands, but the fact that the company got breached and we got notified is the best thing they can do. And the more we're notified about this, the better we are in the long run. I don't buy this. Well, I don't care, but I don't really want my private shit exposed. Well, that shit doesn't work that way. Once your shit is breached, uh, you don't have any control of it. It's somewhere on the dark web, sitting on a server somewhere, waiting for somebody to buy it for $20. And you right. have no fucking idea. I don't... Uh, yeah, now, now I'm going to start going on a tirade. So just shut me up anytime, okay? Okay. <laughs>
4: No, but it's it's a valid tirade, though, so I didn't have plans to do that. I mean, my information's already out there, and
0: I've been yelling about it and yelling for companies to at least come clean and uh, with their PR and say, yes, we had an issue. Yes, here's what the issue was, and here's what we're doing about it. That's all we can fucking ask for. Yeah. If you can't do that then we can't trust you and your brands and your business even though I signed up for Uber well after their breach and well before Travis what's his name uh, left company <clears throat> I'm sorry to see him go but he didn't take responsibility for the breach and how come some of these other big time companies haven't fired their, their um, bosses like they fired Travis after, after that breach there have been a few companies but how come none of the others have Target 120 million facts practically the entire world, if you look at it. TransUnion. Practically the entire world, if you look at it. Um, you know? Uh, it wasn't all that. T-Mobile. Call it a half a million people in eight years. The CEO is still there. Why? Yeah, Why? And why did we learn that the only reason why that Paris Hilton was cha- was targeted was because some teenager who p- practically faced 17 years in in jail and was only released this year um, sat in jail with two five-year you know sentences and. T-Mobile, the way that worked, was just by mimicking a browser on a stupid fucking phone, which is all that was needed at that time. Oh,
4: that's pathetic.
0: And nobody took fucking responsibility for anything. And Paris Hilton and some of the other big name folk that were mentioned in the book, uh, ended up having to change their phone numbers because they were harassed and T-Mobile didn't do shit I don't fucking buy the fact that Gen Z doesn't fucking care you're gonna care when your life gets fucked up and it will And when it does, you can come back to me and explain your situation and I'm going to say, why didn't you start yelling and screaming like I do on a podcast which could be heard by people who could actually help do something about it that could make that difference. I'm the only blind person who's been speaking out against this crap it seems I can't prove it I don't know yeah it does feel I that know way one of my guys and I went back and forth on um Mastodon I told you guys about Steve you know him and I went back and forth about some of the issues like Twitter and um what's the other company um I forget now. But anyway, uh, about the whole API ordeal
2: mm-hmm.
0: and, and you know, accessibility and things of that nature. I tried. I tried in my own way by blogging. Steve did it by talking about it on social media and people kept telling him to shut up. It didn't matter. Well, it mattered because then when they... when Uh, whatever the name of that company was, tried to do the same thing that uh, Twitter did and was successful at, everybody bitched. But nobody gave a fuck when it came to Twitter and our API access. And that includes you Gen Zers. All right. Uh, Buying many of these fears is the fact that many members of Gen Z have already directly faced these types of events before. Disproportionately, Gen Z deals with more harassment, abuse, blowback, and upset feelings. for the things that they and others share about them online than non-Gen Z. Oh,
4: seriously. Upset feelings? I get it. It sucks to
0: have someone One upset you. But,
4: and HiPhone. But That's the first time s- your phone has said anything all day. Wow. Wow. Yeah, but there are so many more serious problems out there. I mean, I'm sorry, but... Hurt feelings,
0: that's just... Over shit posted online. I mean, my information's out there. My fingerprint is out there, for God's sake.
4: Not just that, but I'm sorry. Social media? You all know... But there are these people called trolls. That's how they make their living. Trolls just post random shit about people and just say shit to get Whether people to it's react. True or not. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be true. Nope.
0: In the research, Mauerbytes asked respondents, have any of the following consequences ever happened to you because of something you or someone else did or posted online? Gen Z revealed that. Here's some more stats. Okay. Ready? 20% have had their confidence hurt because how they were portrayed compared to 12% of non-Gen Z. 23% suffered worsened mental health compared to 12% of non-Gen Z.
4: Well, that one does make a lot of sense. Go ahead, please. Please. Yeah, that one does make a lot of sense because especially when a lot of them are on social media, they see a lot of content that really just reinforces maybe the the feelings they have or the insecurities or, or the things that are creating the mental health issues they're having. Because, yeah, um, unlike the non Gen Z, social media, as that article points out, is such a part of life to Gen Z.
0: Right. So, again, he's commenting on 23% suffered worse, worsened mental health compared to yeah. 12% of non Gen Z. Yep that makes sense to me. mm mm-hmm. Mhm, me as well. No wonder I don't really give a fuck about uh social media cuz it it just there's nothing I can do about it and so it's not going to hurt my feelings if you want to trash me on there. If I find out, well, I can I can go and report it, but that's not going to fix the problem. Okay, uh, 18% had someone incorrectly assume something about them or their identity, compared to 12% of non-Gen Z. Um,
4: welcome to the internet.
0: That was gonna be my response, but yes, welcome to the internet. It's probably been this way since I got on the internet in 1993
4: or 4. Yeah, in fact, there was a whole... I think this was meant to be a joke, but there used to be this site that I remember called... uh, I think it was Googleism. And you could type in your name, and it would tell you what Google supposedly knew about you. Keyword supposedly. So I did that once just to see what it would come up with, and it said that... I am stadium project manager. It's like, okay, that's news to me. Um, It said that I am a visiting fellow at some college. I can't remember what. (laughs) I think there was one other. Oh, yes, that I'm a, a classical composer, I think was the other thing that it came up with. I
0: haven't searched you. <coughs> I haven't searched you. I'm going to have to search you out and see if I can play your music here on the independent artist channel of 98.6 The Mix.
4: Well, I mean, if I'd actually written it, I'd be <laughs> all for it, but. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's. Now, to start at your
3: at
0: here is. Probably the most staggering. Um, here's the probably the most staggering thing <clears throat> we can do. In in um, statistical crap, okay. Mm-hmm. Eighteen percent were stalked or bullied compared to nine percent of non-Gen Z. Ooh. And we talk. We've been blogging about stalking, and um, Scott sent me an article that I blogged about that he wrote on his company blog. Remember that? And I went off on that.
4: Yeah, I think I do remember that. Mhm. Mhm. Seventeen
0: percent lost a friend, significant other, or someone important to them. Compared oops compared to eight percent of non Gen Z <clears throat> that's the last stat of that set. I actually do feel sorry for them, but yeah. if you actually cared and could try and do something, I remember saving somebody's life without knowing it. They said wow. they had a headache. They were gonna take some pills. They were gonna go to bed. They had the water on. Like, why don't you just take a couple of pills? You know, drink them on. You know, drink them down, and call me in the morning. And uh, you know, let's see how you are in the morning. And I later found out that they that I talked them out of downing a bottle of pills and. Uh, wow. That's not my specialty, by the way.
4: No, no. <laughs> but, uh...
0: I actually lost contact with them after that. Ordeal. But... I've, I think I've, I've seen them on Mastodon, but I'm not mentioning any names. But, um, you know, that's just a, a sample You know, it's like, I had to do this once. Janet died with somebody. And I'm like, if that's what you're going to do, just, you know, have someone tell me after the fact so we can have your box dealt with. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm not going to tell you anymore because then, you know, you're going to do something. Like, of course I'm going to do something because your whole family's going to get hurt if you do whatever you're gonna do and if this is how you feel then you need to find somebody that can help you if you don't trust your family and they ended up getting thrown off of uh, the phone line for having a mouth and uh they got themselves deleted. Um, but uh, you know, it's like when we care, we care. Uh all right. How about those stats, Nick?
4: Sadly not surprising. Actually, no. Um, it is a little surprising because I thought that some of the numbers on the Gen Z side were going to be higher. You know, I was expecting to see you know 20s or 30s on some of these.
0: You did see a 20 on one. There
4: was there there was, but from some of the ones like what was that? One of them I think you said was only 17. I was a little surprised that it was that low.
0: The last one. 17% yeah. lost a friend, significant other, or someone important to them compared to 8% of non-Gen Z. Yeah,
4: I thought that 17 was gonna be higher, like, you know, a 20 or a 30.
0: Yeah. Uh the, let's see. The 20 was 23%. Suffered worsened mental health. Uh, mental health compared to twelve percent of non-Gen Z. The other was twenty percent have their have had their confidence hurt because of how they were portrayed compared to twelve percent of non-Gen Z.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So those were the first two. Then it was 18, and then it was 18 again. So we have two 18s. One was st- stalking, and the other was incorrectly assume something about them. And yep. then the last of the five was 17. <clears throat> Amidst all the data, these responses spotlight the largest discrepancies. Twice as many Gen Zers have been stalked or bullied because of something posted online, and almost twice as many have lost a close friend or partner. I write, there's more, just know that Gen Z grew up where social media was normal, where it wasn't normal for other genera uh, for other groups. What one says online may hurt more than others. There is more, and some paragraphs were skipped when putting this together. And that is where the notes end. And I'm going back to the beginning so that I can later record the introduction, (coughs) which hasn't been recorded as of podcast recording time. Mm -hmm. (coughs) So, So that's it, Mr. Jackson.
4: Nice. I mean... Nice, I do wish. Yes. I do wish we had an answer to some of those problems, but yes.
0: How do we teach now? I mean, without giving your exact age, what uh, are are you in your thirties, your forties, thirties? Okay, so you're younger than I am. Okay. <clears throat> um, you, we basically grew up around the same time, but you started in the technology era a lot later, I believe, than I did. I started very early.
4: Yeah, you'd be correct.
0: So I see a lot of your discrepancies. Yeah, yeah. And it makes sense to me. You're like me in social media. You don't post a whole lot. But you really don't give a fuck about some of the, Oh, I had this, that, or the other for lunch dinner or, or what have you. And the considerable rants that are posted. This person pissed me off because of that. Da, 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 and they get 20 or 30 or 50... <sighs> thousand comments on, on uh, why they got pissed off and I'm one not to do that shit
4: Heck yeah
0: although I used to blog about it because then I could blog and people can choose to read <clears throat> but I don't do that anymore and when I did do it I always changed the stories to protect the people's identities because those people had multiple disabilities and in a way I did feel sorry for them yeah but whether you have multiple disabilities or not there's just some things you just don't do yeah I guess I'm not going to go get a haircut today.
4: Yeah, I guess not. Ooh.
0: I would have gone on Saturday, but I wasn't feeling well Saturday, so I skipped it. I was going to go after the show. But mm-hmm. I guess I won't now. What other things can you take out of this that we can try and do as we move forward um, uh, through uh, the holiday uh, breaks coming up?
4: Well, as I've said, tying... Malware, which I know is something that sadly gen z does not care a lot about to exposure which is very important and i i don't quite know how to articulately do that sometimes but i i mean i think that's going to be a big thing Because, yeah, and it seems like Gen Z was the generation where a lot of that was a problem because, you know, so many were going to, you know, Kazaa or Morpheus and, oh, my gosh, the new types of malware that we saw out of that. Oh, man.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: But they're not using those PM. one forty eight PM notification. They're usually, you, they're usually they're using your traditional email
4: now. Yeah, at this point. Mm-hmm.
0: But file sharing Screen networks up. were a big problem with that and um, one of my guys' ex um, was prone to that. they wanted a computer to do something and they gave them a you know um they let them borrow their computer but they set them up with a um a non-administrative account and they're like, "Well, I need to download this and that." and The other's like, "No, no, no, no and no because they always got viruses on their machines. Remember the old uh uh when um XP um, virus where they where it would tell you, you know, you need to uh, install this update of, uh, you know, like Windows XP. Your the or you know your antivirus your Norton antivirus is out of date. So here, install this. This is a new version of it, and it did a bunch of shit to the computer. Oh, well, you're probably too young for that, but. Uh, these were the viruses of that day.
4: Oh yeah. Joke dot. Well, no, some of the really primitive ones. Joke dot flipped. Joke dot scared. <laughs> See, and i hear. never
0: heard about both, messages Wednesday. But there were there were some that were more of a nuisance and didn't do anything like terrible. But then you talk in the early 2000s about worms like Melissa and and Nimda and and um, you know these uh, Code Red and these fast spreading viruses and worms that that you can look up through Wikipedia uh, and, and learn about how these you know pretty much spread. And uh, they were fast moving ones too. <clears throat> so, I cared about those. I would see it in a newsletter, and then I'd get an email with the exact thing that the newsletter was talking about. It's like, huh, this is fucking strange. I just saw this in the newsletter yesterday. It was weird. And then what was it, Nick? Um, the one that the one uh, big time uh, ransom thing hit my inbox three times, and we talked about it on this very program. Oh.
4: I'm trying to remember.
0: I'm trying to remember the name of that. And if it wasn't for me reading about it, I could have been bitten already.
4: Oh, yes, you could have.
0: You absolutely could have. I mean, I've half talked about what bit me once and what I learned about it and from it, and I try not to do that again. If I'm not sure. I tell somebody I said if you have something and I want to go and I want to have it I tell you send it to me don't make me go search it out because if if you know where it came from and you can get me a link I'll go follow your link but I'm not going to go search this out
2: Mhm
0: I'm not doing that anymore that's how I got bit once for antivirus I'm not doing that again for some piece of software that uh, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: you are personally using just find a way to get it to me or send me a link to the webpage yeah where I can go get it
2: 1.53pm one notification messages Wednesday
0: okay um, next week it will be me, myself, and I. Now, do I do this just as a podcast release, or do I like open up a room and let people come in and, and uh, we do?
4: Was that? I was taking a look at uh, some of these messages that came in. Sorry.
0: That's okay. Uh, next week do I open a room and, uh, and we do or do I just do this as a podcast?
4: I would say just do this as a podcast.
0: Alright. So we will not have a room next week but in two weeks Podcast. Oh, I need to change this number, so give me one second. Unless you unless you want it to be a tech podcast, should should this should that be podcast one seventy? Or should that be uh 379 of tech?
4: You yeah, know you know, technically I think because it's about tech, maybe 379 would be better.
0: 379, okay. <clears throat> so Well, it is password managers we're talking about. Yeah, which covers passwords, you know, notes, you know, uh, putting documents in there like you know uh, your social security card or even your number. You know, so you could show them you have you have a you know a valid <laughs> social security number.
4: Oh right, yeah. So Hmm Well you know, in that case in that That's case, what I'm saying yeah, I
0: mean, like it It crosses into the security landscape of what these offer.
4: Much more so actually.
0: So I'm going to change this to podcast one to that to podcast one seventy and then one seventy one the article talking about the dot us TLD and yes. link shortening services, Mr. J. Talk a little bit about that. We'll cover more in two weeks.
4: Yes, there is a, a particular link shortening service that you really don't want to use. Which
0: which was never named.
4: No, well, I think it was dubbed something, but I in forget any case, now, we'll look. Prolific Puma is the thing I'm remembering.
0: Yeah, well, and it used PewDie code. Yes, <laughs> of all things, which is which is not code I'm familiar with. I'm not either. I know programming code. I know, uh, you know, I can read it and sort of understand it to a point, but I've never read code.
4: But in any case, it helped bring us a lot of very sketchy phishing domains. So it is not one that you would like. It's not one that anybody should be using.
0: And uh, now you're one, now you know why I bought my why I kept asking people should I buy the .US on EMHS? Yeah. And everybody on the team said yes. Yep. Yeah. That was the best purchase I think I could have ever made. Mm-hmm. And then what other topics? uh, I know you ran a couple. Oh, hold on. Let me get the file back up. All right. So then you were talking about a couple of other items. So podcast 172, um, we are going to cover...
4: Oh, the
0: three Q three, yes. Uh, and what's this uh, coming from here? Oops, fish labs. Yeah, that's fish well labs. And then, um, since we're only having two podcasts in December, is that what we're looking at? Two podcasts in December?
4: Um, I believe so, yeah. Uh,
0: then that'll probably be it for the year, right? So let's see. Wow, yeah. Let's look at the calendar. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, today is November tw- um, 15th. 15th, there, I just found it. The 22nd, I'm going to release a podcast. Then the 29th will be podcast 171. Uh, then it'll be the 6th of December will be podcast 172. And what po- what topic is going to take us out to end of the year? Because I'm not going to, unless there's something big, I'm not going to release anything for TSB.
4: Um, This is one we've talked about, but unfortunately I don't think we have any access to anymore about the HHS and the ransomware settlement
0: because that's on the blog. Oh, okay. That's actually on the blog. That's one of the things you see on the blog today.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, we, so that'll be... That'll take us through the end of the year, right? That's the 7th? The I believe you're right. So that's the 29th. So it'll be the 22nd, and then... The 29th. The 7th, the Mm -hmm. 14th, and then we're going to take off the 21st and the 28th. Yeah. Okay. So we've got podcasts lined up for the next four weeks. Mm Mm-hmm. And unless something really big comes out, like another solar who still says they did nothing wrong? Were they? Didn't they get sued recently? Is that what I read or heard?
4: Yes, their CISO did.
0: Oh yes, that's right. The CISO did, and and uh, one of one of the other gentlemen uh, were named in a lawsuit. I would love to try and keep up with that. That's gonna be big mm-hmm. <laughs> because they work similar to Windows Update, right? So you know they're gonna have their <coughs> their particulars where it came to. Um, delivering updates and i'm saying similar to windows update we talked about this you know how club deck when you launch it it goes hello uh i have an update for you and yeah does it with its own mechanism you know i use the sip app and when i launch it from time to time it goes hey uh i have an update and it'll take me to its website where i can download the next version that's its way of telling me it's got an update. You know, mm-hmm. as long as software does that, we're good. You know, Windows Update, they'll tell you that, that there's updates and then you, you know, at, you reboot and let them take effect. So, yeah. Um, there are ways of doing this, and I like software that does it, but SolarWinds. Basically got owned in that supply chain, and now uh, two folk are getting sued over that.
4: Oh yes, they are. Yes, they are.
0: So, and between podcasts, uh, I may launch some other tech podcasts, but I think the podcast the 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 um, password manager discussion really belongs here on TSB, just because it's not about just. Storing passwords, it's about storing anything you want. I've got um, information in my vault dealing with LA Valley College's um, uh, number, the 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 student ID number. Um, I have I have a note in there about you know how to get off the bus and go there if I want Um, Mm, yeah I've got license you know licenses from the old chicken nugget and I've put other licensing data of software in there um I put in a copy of although I could probably delete it but uh I put in my health, my um, TB test um, when I was uh, volunteering at Valley Press. I put that there. Um, So, yeah, uh, we're going to talk about password managers and what you can store with them and how they work and... One password was what was put up on on Livewire. And somebody says it's a hacking website, and we're going to debunk that. So the podcast is going to get very, very interesting. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this when we covered passwords, but we never covered password managers in detail. We've always said to use them, but I think now that this is coming up on the phone lines, it must be. It has to be covered now.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: So we will do that for next week's podcast. I look to try and release by Wednesday or Thursday. <clears throat> I may have it out even earlier. So, uh, affiliates, you will get a podcast next week. Um, It may not be this long. So just be aware of it. It might be somewhere between an hour to an hour and a half. We'll see. And it's going to be a completely different format than what we do here. Yep. Nick, I want you to enjoy your Thanksgiving break. I think I'm going to order from... A a place over here that I got a lamb burger from, they sell hen. Mm. I'm actually thinking about trying the hen. Um, It does come on a bone. I know it's quite expensive, but uh, it caught my attention when looking at that menu. So I think I'm going to try some hen for Thanksgiving.
4: Yeah. Yeah, go for it.
0: I've had goat, so why not try hen? Uh, what it, what are your plans for the Thanksgiving break while I'm podcasting?
4: Um, I don't think we have anything really big planned. I think I'm just gonna be with um immediate family. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: please enjoy your uh. We may we'll probably be doing Throwback Saturday Night Security Hour that week but I am but we are going to take off TSB alright throwback Saturday night you know is well after Thanksgiving so we'll probably just do their hour and whatever topic is is lined up but uh, beyond that um, I think TSB staff needs a break so at least I do I'm going to put out a podcast, but I don't have to rush about it. (laughs) No, you don't. All righty. Well, please enjoy your Thanksgiving break, Mr. J. Well, thank you. And I will see you on November
4: 29th. All right. See you all then. Let's face it, folks, you go to search for something on the internet just to find the results scattered all over the place and not always relevant to what you were actually looking for. Wouldn't it be nice to have some things all in one location? If you're a professional or teacher working with the blind and are looking for information on orientation and mobility, then we've got the site that promises just that, www.whitecanetravel.com, just as it's spelled,
0: no hyphens. On this website, you will find information about Canes, Cane Travel, Cane Technique, Sighted Guide, and Street Crossings. That website,
4: once again, is www.WhiteCaneTravel.com. WhiteCaneTravel.com, your one-stop shop for all things mobility.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the program today. I greatly appreciate it. Let's go ahead and find our way on out of here. No, I'm not going to play as much music as I had last time but I think the topic and the way we handled it was quite good and uh, please come back for another edition of the podcast next time Let's start our music from the 2016 single Can't Stop the Feeling See you next week Thank you for listening to The Security Box This is Jared Reimer We hope you enjoyed today's program And we hope to see you again on another edition of the program next time we would like to thank the following affiliates for airing our program the main network 98.6 the mix on the independent channel Blue Streak Radio and International Friends Radio Network If you are airing our program and your network is not listed here and you would like us to give you credit for airing our program, please contact me. I would like to do my best to make sure that all affiliates get credit for airing the program. Please feel free to contact me using the contact information given during the program. It is open to all listeners, no matter what network you're listening on. Now, stay tuned for a few tracks on the independent artist side and a couple of closing tracks that I play at the end of the show. See you next week, and thanks again for listening.